have some movies you'd like us to review? Tell us! Send us an email at driveinmovieshr at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram and Twitter at drivemoviespod or on Facebook at Hogan and Rudy. Let us know what to watch next. And now, on with the show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Driving Movies with Hogan and Rudy. This week, we are doing a matchup of gangs. I don't, I don't <laughs> quite know how to describe the, the matchup we have today. But we are doing The Warriors, and that is going up against Class of 1984. It did not come out in 1984, so don't get it tripped up not. in the year. But let's get into the details. Let's start with Class of 1984. What year is that from? 1982. Yes, you're correct. Two years earlier. That is directed by Mark L. Lester, written by Tom Holland, not Spider-Man, Mark L. Lester, and John C.W. Saxton. That stars Perry King as Andrew Norris, Mary Lynn Ross as Diane Norris, Timothy Van Patten as Peter Stegman, and Roddy McDowell as Terry Corrigan. Uh, Another famous name in that movie who plays a smaller role is good old Michael J. Fox plays one of the students that is going up against the warriors from what year 1979 1979 uh that is directed by walter hill uh it's written by david shabber walter hill and it's based on a novel by sol urich that stars michael beck as swan james remar as ajax david patrick kelly as luther and deborah van valkenberg as mercy there's a lot more warriors too, but those are probably the higher uh, higher build actors in, in that one. But I will turn it over to you to go over what those movies were about. Yeah, I'll start with the Warriors, and that is about the gangs of New York and how they all want to come together. There's this guy named Cyrus, and he is trying to bring all the gangs together so they can run the town. Well, town meaning city of New York. A little bit bigger than a town. <laughs> Well, at their meeting event, Cyrus gets shot, and they blame the warriors. So the warriors have to try to get home, and it follows them through the night as they try to make it back to Coney Island, while all the gangs are trying to hunt them down. And then we have Class of 1984, which is about a new teacher that comes into a high school. And there's a gang of students that runs the high school, and they start to give him a hard time. So he starts to give them a hard time, and it goes back and forth the entire movie, and that's basically Class of 1984. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's get right into the nitty gritty of it, starting with the writing. What did you think about the writing in these two movies? I like the Warriors a lot. I understand why people like this movie. It's a little cheesy at points, mm-hmm. but I think the overall story is fun. Like how many movies are there where it's just like a bunch of different gangs? Yeah. And they all <laughs> they all dress. They all have their like uniforms, which makes me laugh every time. Yeah, they all dress the same way. <laughs> like there's a baseball gang and they wear baseball uniforms and paint their face and have baseball bats. And they just go out into the night like this. Mm-hmm. Love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but I I like the writing. It's simple. And you know the whole the whole time that the Warriors did not do this. Mm-hmm. So you're rooting for them. Kind of rooting for them. It's not like they're good guys. Yeah. They're still a gang. They're still up to no good. But they're wrongfully. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, so you kind of want them to succeed because they didn't actually do it, 
Mm-hmm. But it's fun to follow them and see all the different gangs that approach them and how they get out of it. The police are also after them. Mm-hmm. But it's a fun story. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I like... Uh... I like the simplicity of it. Like you said, it's pretty much just 90 minutes of them trying to get back home <laughs> yeah. from that meeting. Uh, they encounter different gangs who are all have their own little quirks. They do a good job of kind of separating them. So like the first gang they run into is, um, I think that's just like a, a car full of people. <laughs> and they're like, oh no, it's the Turnbull ACs. <laughs> yeah. And they get kind of chased down in the car by that gang. They finally make it to the subway. They get stopped because there's a, a fire or an explosion. Something happened that, that causes the subway to stop, so they have to get off there. They meet another gang called the Orphans, who aren't really part of the whole gang network, but they're trying to be up-and-comers, and they kind of get pushed around to the point where they start to fight back because they're like, hey, you're, I think you're taking advantage of us here. <laughs> and then you have other gangs like the baseball, the baseball gang. You have a, a, a gang of all-females who also the Lizzie's. Throw, throw a curveball in the Warriors' plans. So they do a good job of kind of making those interactions unique rather than just seeing, oh my god, it's another gang that just yeah. does the same thing. They all kind of have a fun little quirk about it. Something that I really like in the writing of the Warriors is the... So there's a, a kind of an overall gang called the Rifts that kind of put out like the hit on the Warriors. Yeah. And so periodically through the movie you kind of see reports back to that gang on where the warriors are and what gangs like they got away from but then there's also the the DJ yeah who yeah kind of puts out little warnings to all the all the gangs in the area on where the warriors are i really like that addition in the story i think that's a fun little way to explain why everyone's on the lookout for the warriors and how each gang kind of meets up with them and knows where they're at because you kind of have that overall DJ kind of putting out the warning and and giving you kind of uh, checkpoints of of where they're at and how close they are to reaching their their home destination. So I thought that was pretty cool as well. And the warning is cryptic from her. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she talks and it's all in like here's a song for the certain group we're targeting. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't actually say right what's going on. It's all cryptic, but everyone mm-hmm. knows what's going on, and, and which yeah. is really nice. Mm-hmm. There was one part in the Warriors I didn't really get, and there's a female that they pick up at the Orphans. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why she was in the story. Oh, I plan on talking about that in characters. Okay, perfect. And, so we'll uh, wait for that then. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think we're on the same page there. Okay, good. <laughs> so, Class of 1984 was a lot different. Mm-hmm. There's been a few movies similar to this. I can't think of the names offhand. I want to say professor, but then I think of like nutty professor and that is not, <laughs> that is not it. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the, the teacher, I, there's something like this where someone goes into like a, a school of unruly kids and, mm-hmm. but this one's a little different because there's like a whole gang that runs this, this school. Yeah. And they are, this was a lot more intense of a movie than I thought it was going to be. Oh, for sure. Your eye jaw dropped. A bunch of times I was like, oh my gosh, like this is, this is kind of rough to watch. Mm-hmm. It was not, not an easy watch. No, not at all. <laughs> but in that same vein, I feel like I kind of liked it that way. Like it, it set itself apart from just the normal, oh, these, these kids are giving the teacher a hard time. And they got to find a way to come together. They do not find a way to come together. <laughs> no. Let me tell you. <laughs> no. 
and and it's it's an interesting story and it's it's kind of thought provoking because you have this teacher who these students are doing just terrible things and he's like trying to make a change and it seems like everyone in the school is either used to the students just kind of running the place or you have like the police and the principal who are like they're minors you got to have concrete evidence on them because we can't just we can't just you know put the hammer down on them so i think the story does a good job of showing these crazy things that are happening but also explaining like uh, technically they can get away with it because there wasn't anyone to to stop them against the teacher. It kind of becomes a, a he said, she said against the student and the teacher, yeah. even though it was a he said, he said. <laughs> so I thought I thought the writing was actually pretty well done in that aspect. When the movie started, I was like, oh, this is going to be this is going to be a rough movie. And it actually the writing kept me hanging on for the, the entire movie because it, it it starts and it doesn't stop like it's pretty pretty intense all the way through that movie. oh for sure it was frustrating to watch too i don't know yeah because mm-hmm. things weren't happening that i wanted which is what they are trying to do yeah so i totally get it mm-hmm. and but it just like it just gets worse and worse it does and i don't feel like the ending satisfied me as much as it should have i didn't feel like yeah that's yeah it was not like john wick it wasn't like one of those movies no yeah it it has a I won't say satisfying ending because it's not a satisfying ending, but it has an ending where you're like, okay, there's at least <laughs> there's at least a stopping point to this madness. Yeah. But I think I don't think the ending hurt from the movie. I think the ending actually matched the tone of the rest of the movie. Sure, yeah, yeah. So which one did you like more though in writing? I'm gonna go with Warriors. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked it. I think for writing specifically, I think I'm gonna go against you and say Class oh, of 1984. Shoot. I think the I like the concept of the Warriors, but I think the actual story of 1984 just seemed a little bit more, what's the word I'm looking for? Not detailed, but there's just a little bit more to the story. And it seemed like it was more planned out and you had kind of a natural transition of the story. Whereas the Warriors, it seemed like they set up the concept and then just kind of let it run. And it works. It's an entertaining movie, but there's not a whole lot in terms of like dialogue or plot points or or things that are developing in the story. You're pretty much just seeing stuff unravel at the beginning and then it just following that to the end. You you don't really get anything new along the way. You get get fun interactions and stuff like that, but I think there is just more to keep me focused in terms of the story in Class of 1984. Okay. Let's talk about characters. Which one do you want to start with on characters? Do you oh, want to jump gosh, right into Warriors? so many. Or? Yeah, let's jump into Warriors. There's a ton here. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of them. Mm-hmm. I thought, so the, the warlord, they called him, who was, there was a, it's a group of nine. There were supposed to be nine delegates from each gang to go to this meeting. Mm-hmm. So the leader is Swan, because their other leader gets taken by the police. That was Cleon. Cleon. And uh, when Cyrus dies, he kind of goes to see what happened uh, and right. get his body. And someone said, oh, the warriors shot him. So the rest of the gangs kind of turn on Cleon. I'm pretty sure he gets like either killed or... Yeah. Because <laughs> the police do arrive, but he gets he gets uh, kind of swarmed by the different gangs before that point. So Swan was okay as the, the lead, I guess, warrior. He didn't have any personality, I felt like. He was just yeah. kind of boring. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like I would have rather seen Cleon yeah. lead them. They should have swapped. And <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of boring to watch. The rest of the warriors are kind of interchangeable to me. I, mm-hmm. They all felt the same. Everyone felt... I guess there was one that was kind of hesitant. One of the warriors was very hesitant to just wanted to go home. Didn't mm-hmm. want to because they get sidetracked a lot on different things, especially when they meet that the Lizzie's, the group of women. Was that uh, Rembrandt, the the little one? The yeah, one like a little kid. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. He's the one that was kind of suspicious of everything. And he's like, let's just get out of here. Mm-hmm. But everyone doesn't didn't listen to him. The what was the name of the gang that actually killed? Cyrus. Uh, I think it was like the Rogues or something. Rogues. Yeah. Luther. Luther was the uh, the main guy in, in that one. He annoyed me, but I think he did a good job being kind of like, a psychopath. You know, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And the, every time I saw the gangs, they just made me laugh, especially the roller skating one. Oh yeah. Those I guys couldn't were, stop laughing. Those guys meant business. <laughs> they had overalls and like plaid shirts. They looked lumberjacks. Mm-hmm. And the one was roller skating in. And every time I saw him roller skate, I, I laughed. I couldn't take him seriously. I don't know if I loved any character in this movie. I like uh, I like some of the warriors. I like Cochise. He was the uh, the one that kind of had all the uh, accessories oh, yeah, in yeah. his hair and whatnot. He was pretty cool. Ajax is a little rough around the edges. Um, rough guy. Rough, yeah, rough guy. <laughs> Fox is the one who kind of witnesses what happens. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't make it very far. No. Uh, and it's it's funny. Um, someone was telling me that he was supposed to have a bigger part, and he was kind of supposed to be the main character of the Warriors. And I guess the actor was too difficult to work with and had like a lot of demands and and stuff like Interesting. that. So they rewrote the character and, and killed, killed him off. Yeah, <laughs> killed him off super early. Uh. <laughs> They're like, I'm not dealing with this. So that was interesting because I I, I do kind of see parts of that, especially with the beginning, because they sort of make him seem important. Yeah. And then all of a sudden his character is just gone. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, the the other warriors, I mean, they're they're entertaining to watch. But and I think it goes back to the writing where you just don't really get a whole lot of personality or development with them. They're just mm-hmm. they're trying to get home, and that's it. So I don't think any of them really struck a chord with me but at the same time i didn't really hate any of the characters aside from mercy who yes the girl that shows up i have no idea why she's in this movie they don't explain anything she is like antagonizing them in the beginning she's she's just looking for some some action and (laughs) not not violent action if you know what i mean it doesn't make any sense no. She wants to travel with them, and then you're like, yeah, come along, let's go. And I don't know. Well, they don't really say, hey, come on, let's go. She's they just grab kinda, her. Yeah, they, they just kind of Sternly <laughs> say, come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know why she's there. She kind of, she's honestly kind of the worst part of that movie, where any scene that she's in, I'm like, oh my god. Yep. Let's let's move on. This is, this is kind of getting annoying here. So that's the only character that that movie probably would have been better without. Oh, for sure. Class of 1984, you have the teacher, Mr. Norris, who comes in. Uh, I like Mr. Norris. Yeah. I think he does a really good job playing that that teacher role, just wanting to teach kids. He wants mm-hmm. to teach them music, but pretty stern about, like, what? You're just going to let these kids run the building, this mm-hmm. gang, and you're not doing anything? So I think he plays a good role. I have beef with his wife, though. 
<laughs> his wife yes every scene she was in i was like oh oh i, I don't think her acting was that great mm. okay and it took me out of it sure it felt weird when she would because he would talk his dialogue would be very well when he would speak it would just seem normal mm-hmm. it seemed like she was trying very hard so them mm-hmm. talking i was like oh it's like night and day listening <laughs> to them talk i i don't i didn't have a problem with her character i thought the the thing that I noticed, I, I didn't really pay attention too much to, to the acting part of her, but I thought when they had conversations, it seemed like pretty normal conversations. Like, he comes home one time all cut up, and she's like, oh my god, like, what is happening at this school? And he's like, oh, kids, I got in some kid's kids way and whatnot, and she's like, you you need to get out of there. <laughs> like, she seemed like a pretty rational wife, where it was like, uh... How far are you going to let teaching take you? Because this yeah, is yeah. kind of getting out of hand. I think so any I, rational person would have left. Yeah. In a, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I didn't mind her character, but I, I could see where the acting might have been a little hammy. The leader of the gang, Stegman, he did not look like your stereotypical like gang leader Mm-mm. of a school. He he looked like like a, like a high school quarterback to me, like someone yeah. who didn't fit that role, but like it worked. The punk role, punk. Yeah, yeah. Punk he rocker. just seemed too preppy for that. But he I don't know. he did he also did a good job, I think, he, in comparison to like Luther from Warriors. He also he did. did a pretty good job of like kind of being a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you have that scene where he's like he's terrorizing and he's kind of being a a jerk to everyone, and and then you have that scene where they're all in the band class like practicing and he comes and he's like let me let me be in the band yeah and he starts he starts like goofing off and like terrorizing the class again and the teacher's like you, know, you got to get out of here and then he starts playing like beautiful piano music and yeah. the teacher's like uh what what did you learn <laughs> what is <laughs> happening here <laughs> and i think the teacher even makes a comment he's like i think this kid's a genius but he's just out of control yeah um so I think I think that was an interesting choice to make that character not just like rough around the edges and, and always going against the law, but also having some aspect of him where it's like he's this, this kid actually knows what he's doing. Like, <laughs> yeah, Michael J. Fox. <laughs> I did not expect him. I saw him. I was like, whoa, that's he was like little short, kind of kind of pudgier. Michael yeah. J. Fox. And when did the first Back to the Future come out? 1986 maybe so that was so, like, four years he went mm-hmm. from little pudgy kid to marty mcfly in four years yeah whoa wild puberty's rough on everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it was kind of fun to see him in that movie though it was i don't think i've seen him in much else yeah. Stuart little <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> but acting wise anything younger than Right. Back to the Future, I haven't really seen him in, so that was fun. He's a good. I, I have mm-hmm. no beef with him. I like Roddy McDowell. He's always good in movies. That was the um, Mr. Corrigan, the biology teacher. Yeah, he loses his mind for a second, which apparently is based on a true story. A true, yeah. I didn't know that. That's wild. That scene is pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> and again, that's just parts of that movie where it's like, wow, this movie is actually like catching me off guard with how crazy it is. And when he left that classroom, mm-hmm. surprised they let him leave, first of all. Right, yeah. But I was like, oh, man, he's about to do... He's like, I'm fine. I was like, no, he is not fine. He's about to do something nuts. Mm-hmm. And he did. He didn't he... disappoint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's 
you have these characters and and again the movie gets very intense and crazy and it just gets worse and worse as it goes but at the same time the reactions that these characters have while completely insane and like over the top still watching it i was like i might do the same thing if i was in this situation like i might lose my mind if i was dealing with this every day too so, Especially after the biology professor. Oh my gosh! That was the like one of the that's worst a, scenes I've ever seen in a that's movie. That's like a that's like a John Wick moment right there. Like, I so, that's what I was like. I don't blame him. I don't blame. I, yeah, exactly. I would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. The the car chase scene. I was, I was like, yep, eh, I'd do that too. You know? <laughs> yeah, if I went that and part. found my whole lab of animals dead. Oh, horrible. And he like his face when he walks in. Just I felt so bad. Like, oh, that was rough. That was rough. So. Oh, this is tough. Because on one hand, I think you get more time with developed characters in Class of 1984. Yep. And I think for the most part, the acting is is pretty good. The Warriors you don't really feel too much of a connection with. But I will say, in addition to characters, you have all of the other gangs that Mm -hmm. kind of make that movie fun. Um, And just the difference in in that aspect of the movie. I don't know. I don't know who to pick for this category. I'm going with Class of 1984 for characters. Class of 1984. Yeah. Oh. I enjoy the diversity of all these different characters and their personalities. And I think, I think I'll think i agree with you. I think Class of 1984 had, again, better developed characters. Warriors, I think, had cooler characters. They did. Mm-hmm. But in terms of characters and acting, I think um, they were fleshed out a little bit more in, in Class of 1984. And in a way that I thought was actually pretty impressive. Yeah, for that type for sure. of film. Music. What did you think about music? Both of these were good. They're similar, synthetic. Mm-hmm. There was like synthesizers, and uh, the I was bopping to the Warriors. There's like a right in the beginning, I think. It's like a synthesizer, mm-hmm. and then it goes into like some rock music. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I can I can do this. Class of 1984 did surprise me. There was score for a lot of it. Yeah, like background. And I, it was suspenseful music. Yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of borderline, like, horror kind of It was. Sounding. Yeah, it was pretty good, though. Oh, this is a tough one. Because I feel like they're pretty even to me. I like, I liked Class of 1984. I think that was a good score. But this is an easy category for me. Warriors. <laughs> that music. Warriors score. And then the soundtrack as well, with the DJ kind of flipping the different tunes and how mm. that adds into, like you said, kind of like cryptic messages. I felt like music was better utilized in Warriors and had an overall better score and soundtrack than 1984. And then 19, Class of 1984 had a, a song at the beginning and the end by Alice Cooper. I didn't like that song. I didn't like it either. I <laughs> it, like, as soon as the song started, I was like, oh, yikes, this is going to be a terrible movie. Just by the song alone. Nothing even happened in the movie. Just the music started, I was like, God, this movie's going to be terrible. And then the rest of the movie wasn't. It was just that song. And normally I like Alice Cooper, so I don't know... What yeah, was, was going on with that song. song, but, oh, it was not good. No, I, I didn't even know it was him, so no. I didn't look it up. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know. It uh, It was only in the, um, I think it was in the opening titles. It was like whatever they said in that song, Your Life or something like that. This is your life. I forget what the name of it is. <laughs> I tuned it out as soon as it was over because I was like, God, that was God. <laughs> but it was like, This is your life by Alice Cooper or something like that. I was like, oh, Alice, what are you doing? <laughs> doing. I'll go with you in Warriors. I was bopping a lot. I like that. Just listen to the song Echoes in My Mind. Ooh, that's a banger. <laughs> it's a banger. All right. Music's always nice and quick. <laughs> uh, quick one. Tech. What did you think about tech? 
Hmm, tech. So, class of 1984, there were some spots where I noticed the sound was a little weird. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Did you catch that too? Mm-hmm. And it's like, like, it didn't match with yeah. their mouths. And it sounded, yeah, like, it sounded like, like voiceovers almost. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> but other than that, I, I it was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't didn't notice anything special, but I also didn't hate it. Yeah, it was just kind of one of those middle of the tier. Uh, I think Warriors was similar. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Pretty dark movie since everything takes place at night mm-hmm. until I guess the end of the movie. The sun is rising, mm-hmm. but I, I might give it to Warriors just because of the uniqueness of the different gangs. Yeah, I think that's pretty fun. Yeah, I think Class of 1984 does a good job of setting up the school and everything's kind of analyzed. You have definitely an 80s feel to it, 80s kind of punk rock scene. Yeah. Uh, You could tell with a lot of the clothing that, (laughs) I mean, even Warriors has some pretty dated clothing as well. Both these movies are, you could tell their age by, by looking at them. But I will say, I think the tech is better in The Warriors because I feel like that movie kind of transports you to a different feeling like it it does and that's what i like in movies is when they when they're able to take that movie and kind of transport you into another world class of 1984 was kind of borderline horror-ish but it never really put you in that movie like you never felt like you were part of it warriors really does a good job of kind of putting you in there with the warriors and you feel like you're going through trying to get home with them so i think the tech does a good job with its Camera angles, it's editing, it's set pieces, the, um, the costume design of the different gangs. While it is still, it seems kind of lower budget, 70s movie, so it's not like, oh my god, the tech is amazing in this movie. It just does a good job with what it has, I think, more so than Class of 1984 does. Who's your favorite gang? Um, My favorite gang. I like the riffs. Mm, kind yeah, of the yeah. overall gang, but the base the baseball furies are are kind of fun to watch because I'm I'm with you. They're just silly. <laughs> they they're painted. They look like Kiss. Yeah, <laughs> they all have like the same haircut too. I don't know if I don't know if they all plan to grow out their hair that same way or if they're all wearing the same wig. I don't know, but they all looked exactly the same except <laughs> their face paint was different colors. Not you didn't care for the orphans. <laughs> uh, the the main leader of the orphans was kind of funny to me it's like they were a gang but they didn't want to be a gang yeah it was weird and it's funny because uh the first report or not the first report because i think the first report was the ac turnbulls the oh yeah yeah the van. but the second report was like the orphans or i might have those flip-flopped i, I can't remember but when they report back to the riffs about the the orphans <laughs> they say something like orphans they're not in our network who are they <laughs> Small town, <laughs> small time gang that is just trying to be, uh, trying to make a name for themselves. And and they even, uh, to show intimidation to the warriors, the guy like brings one of his other guys and he's like, look at this newspaper clipping. They're writing about us in the paper. <laughs> yep. And they're like, neat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Fun stuff. All right. Into our final category. Which movie did you enjoy more? I enjoyed The Warriors a lot. I Like I said earlier, I see why people like it. It's a fun movie to watch. It and it's not. I didn't feel too stressed out watching mm-hmm. it. I got enjoyment from it the whole time. Yeah. While Class of 1984, I feel like I was just frustrated. Mm-hmm. And that's on me. I was just frustrated and getting annoyed with the movie. But it was still... I'm glad I watched it. I don't think I'd watch it again just because mm-hmm. it made me mad. But <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. 
But I'd watch the Warriors again if I want to throw it on and want a movie. So, um, just kind of going back to, to 1984 and your frustration. I also get frustrated watching it, but it's it's almost to me like, and it's not quite to this level because I think I think this other movie is far better. But it's almost like watching a movie like Whiplash. Mm, yeah, yeah. Where it just keeps getting crazier and more intense, and like you're watching this unfold, and you're just like, oh my god, like. <laughs> Somebody how, do something. <laughs> how much wilder can this movie get? That's kind of the same same feeling yeah. I got with, with Class of 1984. So while it did make me mad at some points and it was frustrating, it was almost exciting to me to get that much of a reaction out of the movie. Yeah. So I think they did it. I think they did a good job, at least in terms of my enjoyment. I think they, they, they did a good job of balancing that. So it wasn't quite, I didn't just get frustrated because there was a little bit of back and forth. Sure. However, I will say, I think my overall enjoyment of these two movies, I think The Warriors is an overall more enjoyable movie to watch. It's just, it's it's a quick watch. They're both quick watches, but The Warriors is a little bit easier to swallow uh, yeah. than, than Class of 1984. <laughs> Good way Class to put of, it, yeah. Class of 1984 is a little dark and, and rough and not, not as easy of, an, of a watch as, as The Warriors. And The Warriors is just a fun movie. It's it's one that I think I could put on at any time and, and get sucked right back into the movie and enjoy no matter what part you hop in at. Yeah. Because, like I said, the story's not really that detailed. So, I mean, you could pop it in 20 minutes in the movie and <laughs> just, just let it ride the rest of the way and you'll still find enjoyment in it. So I think I think that one will definitely have more of a longer-lasting shelf life for me than class of 1984 but i will say i did i did find myself enjoying class of 1984 way more than i initially thought i would just from the beginning of that movie when that song started (laughs) that terrible terrible song i was like this movie's gonna suck (laughs) and it didn't it didn't it actually surprised me what's next week i don't even remember i was trying to think of it today because i was like maybe Uh... i'll get a get a head start on next week too oh it's heat versus the untouchables I don't think I've seen either. Heat's a long movie, but it's oh, good. good. Good warning. I'll the Untouchables. I think I don't think it's as long, but it's still longer. And I don't remember the last time I've seen that one. I don't know mm, if I ever have. Okay. Actually, we'll see. All right. And then it's back to you. Nice. I haven't picked them yet. Haven't even thought about it. I know it creeps up on you fast. <laughs> Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater.